0: i um because he lives in Napa, and i've got nothing better to do i figured i'd go out there for a week um and spend a bit of time with him now i he might be spend your dull money somehow haven't you <laughs> well, exactly
1: it's treating it's treating you well redundancy
0: it's it's all right i yeah. i could very happily what i've realized is i could very happily be a trust fund kitty if i actually had a trust fund
2: <laughs> yeah apparently, apparently, that's the only issue
3: Welcome along to the Long Shitter podcast. Yes, that really is the name that Jamie came up for us to, you know, as a little response to Nickers Matter, you know, which is quite clever, quite doesn't funny.
1: It doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't <laughs> work, does it? It's Must just it's, it's
3: almost as uninspiring as the quarterback play of
2: Matt Ryan. It's almost this <laughs> long crap podcast doesn't fit perfectly. <laughs> yeah, the, so long that drop, the
3: long drop. <laughs> oh, I like that.
1: That was good. Where was where was
3: that banter, Jamie? <laughs> Come on, Jamie, you've got to up your game. You know, I I appreciate the kind words and all of that. And in fact, you saying that it's it's us sort of joking or, or trying to wind you up. It's not. We're being deadly serious. Matt Ryan is terrible. Matt Shaw <laughs> is better. That's the opinion of everybody involved with the Long Shitter podcast,
1: <laughs> and and everyone involved, you know, with football.
3: absolutely okay on with on with the show you've probably heard mark rich and patrick i don't know if you heard i don't know if you heard patrick hello anyway hello (laughs) i'm just i'm trying to work out oh you did you did say you you came up with the long yeah (laughs) uh well let's let's kick off in the usual fashion we have a quiz and in slightly unusual fashion it isn't set by me Rich. Yeah, I know. Rich (laughs) has never set a quiz and you've been, I don't know how many times, a guest on
2: this podcast. Yeah, so Um, a change
0: change of usual pace of me getting wrong answers. I actually don't have to worry about it this week.
2: Is this how you graduate from guest to regular? You have to set your quiz. That's what
0: I was wondering. Has Russ done a quiz yet?
2: Uh, I don't think he has.
1: I don't
3: think so, point. I'm still a guest, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd,
1: I'd like Maybe to point out that. that's
3: how you graduate. Like, if you, if you open the show, that's how you become. But, you know, no one wants to do that. <laughs> hence, hence, I'm doing that. Maybe that's the next step.
0: And let's see how I can do with three hours of prep, given Craig's usual year of preparation for his quiz goes really <laughs> badly.
3: Yeah, because that's how he spends the year preparing for it.
0: <laughs> I'd imagine that's all he's focused on. Yeah all right From... <laughs> so quiz format um it's going to be a higher or lower because we all have a good higher or lower
3: hold, hold, hold on hold on this is the bit you don't listen to right if you are, this is the bit you were... that you don't
0: listen yeah, to so you, yeah. you, okay, you
1: so... zone out now Adam. all right yeah, yeah. Got it, gotcha <laughs> um and
0: <laughs> what we're doing is we are going to split between <laughs> fantasy and reality um <laughs> somewhat so talking far. isn't there. that I last week <laughs> um and each of you is going to have a go with five answers. We're going to go with the usual format of you get a point per answer, but if you get one wrong then you lose all your points. And this time if you get all five right, you get 10 points not five.
2: Ooh.
0: As a as a big bonus for uh for having the balls to go all the way through. Um and I am going to go with Mark first and Mark, you have a choice of in fantasy do you want to do qbs defense special teams or kickers
1: oh god um i will go with (sighs) um
0: quarterbacks quarterbacks (laughs) all right so matthew stafford has 166.6 points this season on espn's ppr scoring that's what i'm using um matt ryan Gosh. is he higher or lower
1: um what, I... the
3: back up qb <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine he scored any points
1: i'm gonna say matt ryan is higher
0: you are incorrect. He is lower. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I was giving you an easy, easy
0: softball on the first one there. Well, Apparently
1: his not. his yards are off the scale. These yards are really high, so that's why I went with that. <laughs> Good. Okay. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. That was the All other
3: right. pot we took last week for being terrible at the quiz. D- <laughs> uh, this is going to be improvement.
0: All right, Pat, you're second up. Do you want okay. defense special teams or kickers?
2: I'll go defences.
0: All right. So the Bears' faunted defense this season has scored a massive sixty-three points. Have the Titans scored more or less?
2: I'm going to go less.
0: You are also incorrect.
2: Yes. Hundred percent <laughs> record maintained. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. Not
0: you've pat- been left. You've been left with kickers. So Will Lutz has scored seventy-two points. Robbie Gould of the 49ers, more or less. Oh,
3: uh, they've both had a bye week, haven't they? You,
0: yeah, uh, I'm gonna go more. You're also incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did all the prep of getting <laughs> all of the other higher <laughs> or lower options for these questions. Yeah, that's impressive. All right, Adam. That's now now how it
3: feels to do a lot of work (laughs) for stuff that doesn't get used. Now I
0: I understand why you insist on explaining the additional bits of questions that we just failed to get to. (laughs) All right. So we're going to switch over to reality. Let's see if you're any better at reality, because let's face it, reality is way more important than fantasy when it comes to the NFL.
3: Yeah. uh, Reality is this podcast. We're not a fantasy podcast. Exactly. We talk Um, about actual stuff that matters.
0: (laughs) So, Adam, do you want QBs, defense special teams, or it, now a switch to punters?
3: Oh, I've got to go with punters.
0: I knew you'd go with punters. I'm really glad you did. <laughs> All right. Really so, this. we are going with the number of punts that these oh. punters have, have, uh, have undertaken this season. Starting, and I'm going to give you the punter name and the team because. Obviously, if I give you a punter name, you're not gonna know half of them. So okay. Kevin Huber of the Cincinnati Bengals has punted 39 times this season. Has Logan Cook from Jacksonville punted more or less?
2: Come I mean... on, Logan put Logan Cook punted fifty times on Sunday. <laughs> 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 um see I that's a tricky one because
3: terrible teams can be and no, no, in fact, all offense intended, Pat. Um, terrible teams can be uh, <laughs> um, a tricky one with that because they turn the ball over as well as punt the ball away. So yeah. um, uh, I'm going to say that the Bengals have punted the ball more than the Jags, though. Whatever so you're saying
0: Jacksonville is lower? Uh,
3: correct. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: That is, unfortunately, incorrect.
3: Zero <laughs> points for <per laughs> Adam this week. That's I what
2: like the fact quizzes. you got the logic right and then still came to the wrong conclusion there. Cause the <laughs> yeah, I... I, I turned the ball over a lot more than we've turned the ball over.
3: Uh, yeah, I was suddenly... Uh, just thought they... Just, just thought they were so bad they'd do a lot of both, really. Uh, <sighs> All right. Logic. Yeah, I ignored my own
0: logic, really. Pat?
3: QBs I'm going to stick with defences.
0: Defence. Okay, great. So... You're getting sack yardage. Ooh. So, Khalil Mack has five and a half sacks and 50.5 yards. Has Nick Bosa, who has seven sacks, got more or less yards?
2: I'll go less. Oh. This is a close Zero points for Pat. Yes. <laughs> oh, if you can't read, Rich there. That, that, that was a slam dunk, wasn't <laughs> it? I mean, what, what this teaches us is that Craig carried me the only time I've done any points in this quiz.
0: <laughs> so, so, all right, we are back to Mark. One question right for the win, a Mark. Come on. Total of one points to win the quiz. Okay.
3: Sorry, what's, what's two to the power of five? I'm just working out some odds here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll see whether it's going to be two to the power of six in a minute. <laughs> um, Mark, QBs, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. salaries. So, salaries? So- Salary cap value, according to OverTheCap.com, Cam Newton has $23.2 million, uh, as his cap hit this year. Alex Smith, does he have more or less?
1: Oh, God. Um, so what am, I, what am I judging this on? Is his value against the cap?
0: It's his cap hit. Okay. So salary cap
1: value
3: just go with whichever one you don't think it is and you might get it right
1: um i i think cuz cam newton is like weirdly low so i'm going to say that i think alex smith is higher
0: <laughs> there will be no winners this week's quiz
1: <laughs> one in one in
0: 64 i make that
2: yep that's
0: amazing gents
2: i think Rich wins a quiz this week really
0: <laughs> no i definitely lose puts, i mean not that much effort into this but you none of you managed to get past the first answer as that's brilliant. genuinely impressive so yeah there you go Nickers matters boys if you thought we were bad at quizzes last week wait till you get through that one
3: okay before before we move on here's some music There we go. Exactly <laughs> what that deserved.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm bizarrely proud of that, though.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel exactly the same. Yeah. It was a low bar set with the Fitz Magic quiz last week, and we've crawled underneath it.
0: <laughs> I do wonder whether there's an element of you guys just assumed that I'd try and screw you straight from the off on every question, because you've all gone, you know, with Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan thing, I thought that would be an easy... Yeah, obviously he scored less points because he's terrible. But,
1: but he hasn't he's like the second was? highest yarding leader in the NFL. He's like he's right up there in, in yards.
2: So did that's you just why. Say yarding,
1: assumed. Yarding, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> As in going out and cleaning up his cleaning up his backyard. As in
2: Marlon's yarding, yeah.
1: He's very <laughs> good at that. <laughs> Does he's, he like, have he a hoe? Uh, he needs to go and, you know, rake up the leaves from his trees.
2: If I had a li- libel or slander Adam I'd watch yourself
0: <laughs> Alright, so we have a very thin sliver of quiz again for Patrick's pie chart this week
2: <laughs> I
3: was It's, that was it's probably I mean, just, just save all the rest of the questions, I'll do it again next week Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll do, I'll do it again next, next week next and just start Yeah, start with the next one <laughs> yeah.
3: Very good Rich, I'm sorry that most of your work <laughs> went to waste for now at least um
0: right i have a lot more sympathy for you adam
3: well not speaking... a, lot, a little S- bit more thank thank you there you go you see it's an insight into what it's like speaking of things that haven't worked out as planned um the charges <coughs> San Diego up the coast to Los Angeles um yeah there have been some rumors this week which their owner has kind of quashed that the Chargers might might be a team to move to London um i've These rumours come out every so often. You know, it's the Jags. It was the Rams at one point. It's been the Jags. It's maybe going to be the Chargers. Maybe there won't be a London franchise. But the Chargers in LA, not sure that's quite working out. They can't get their own... Well, they can't get Chargers fans to come to the 4,000-seater LA Galaxy Stadium or whatever it holds. So, yeah, what's going to happen with that? How's how's that for a broad question?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I mean ignoring the whole london thing because i think that's just nonsense like the the amount of no it's not going to happen that's come out since then i don't know why you wouldn't pick another populous american city that doesn't have an nfl franchise and go there like la doesn't need two teams it could barely support like one when it has one like san diego like san francisco
1: st louis <laughs> <laughs> they've
0: lost theirs to uh, santa clara so
1: i i don't think it's necessarily um such a given that the London thing is it is is a massive no I think that the owner has to say what he said because he's already moved a franchise from one location to another it's not a particularly good look to the fans that have stayed or the new fans the the you know the six or seven new fans that they have made um if he comes out and says oh it's a it's a possibility um so he can't do anything other than deny it. But it's. I, I think it's probably very likely that um, a conversation has been had with the Chargers about relocating. Because it's fairly obvious that the NFL top brass want a team in London. Because it's a market where they think they could do very well. The Chargers are the only team in the NFL that rent their stadium rather than own it. Um, and that's going to be the case when they move into this place that the Rams own um so out of all the teams they make most sense but i i still i'm still not convinced that even if they were to move to london that it would that it would work because when people you end up
0: with the same issue when you end up with the same issue of all of the people that go to their games are going to be fans of the opposing team like it's, there will be Chargers fans but it'll be 50 50 split
1: Yeah, I I do. I think it's very likely. Um, The fact that it's a 50 50 isn't necessarily such a bad thing from from an atmosphere point of view, Um, because it become a little bit like a a normal game of football in that you get away fans there. And I think that's that wouldn't necessarily hurt it. But it's whether people would would you get charges fans or whatever they call themselves in this country? because they're not a well-supported team over here and would people adopt them if they were to come to London like they sort of have the Jags as the as the London team um, I, I'm not so sure people would and that's what you kind of need to get to if you're having one team that's based over here you need a fan base for that team here in order to make the atmosphere work and I just don't know whether you would get that
0: so that's that's where the the Jags have spent, what, five, six seasons of coming out now and trying to build up that fan base? Because you think back yes. to the early Jags-London games and there were, you know, Jags fans were few and far between. It's only because yeah. they've kept coming back that that has slowly built up over time and you see yeah. more and more Jags jerseys at those games now.
2: And they were still yeah. so it, it, probably um, outnumbered by Texans fans on Sunday and certainly by neutrals. It was still like maybe a third, a third, that, a third Is third. that right? So that, that I find incredible. Now, I... I
3: you, I didn't go. You, you went, well, tell us about that in a minute. But the the fact that I suppose that there's a first visit over here by the Texans may have pulled fans from across Europe. You know, If you're a Texans fan in Germany or France or wherever, you're going to make the effort to come for their first game in Europe, I, I suppose. And the Jags have been over here so many times. But I, I would have hoped, I don't know if hope the right word, but it, yeah, it probably is, that enough of a following has been built up over here you know, as, as, as you say, um, that when the Jags first came over here, they, they weren't well supported. They were, you know, the 31st and the 32nd Jersey that you saw in the early London games. And now, you know, the last time I think I went to the Jags Eagles game last year and the Eagles were well supported there for similar reasons, but you know, there was still a hell of a lot of Jags jerseys
2: there. Um, There was definitely more Jags jerseys there than there were when I saw them trounce the Ravens a couple of years ago, but it was probably a one-to-one-to-one ratio with A and other team and with uh, Texans, and certainly they made the most noise, but that's kind of down to how the game went, I guess.
0: I think you'd end up with that, even if the Chargers moved over like five, ten years in, you'd still get that third of fans being, or maybe not a third, but like 20% of fans just being... Random NFL fans who fancy going to a game that season and have picked like a a good quality team to go and watch. Like, you'd imagine yeah. like a lot of Pats fans would go and see, you know, the, like those games if they were playing the Texans. But you'd imagine that there'd be all sorts of neutrals that would come and watch. Not Texans, Chargers. Sorry, um, there'd be all sorts of neutrals that would come and watch that, that game as well. Just to cheer for. You kind of have to. Though, the, the they would otherwise. They
1: wouldn't fill it. They wouldn't fill the stadium without that.
0: Well, that's the other question. Is at the moment they can get away with doing four London games and filling the stadium. Do you still manage to do that for eight games?
3: Well, I guess we're not we're not going to find out next year or the year after. I'm I've heard that there might be six games over here next year, so it's a bit it's. Not ch- never exactly. changing things dramatically is probably the way to do it. So if you can sell sell out six games, which I'm guessing might be twelve different teams, or the, or the Jags might play two, maybe. I've no I've no idea. I'm just, I'm only guessing.
0: But they didn't really sell out this game, did they? I mean, we were talking on WhatsApp about the fact that there were tickets going for what ten quid a pop, like the day before the the, the game, because the touts had. Bought well, they the still lot sold, I
3: suppose. So it depends how you define define that i mean they'd have sold out initially
0: Um, but it's a very american thing if we don't mind all the touts buying up the tickets or or people buying up the tickets and then selling them on because that's what i do when when the 49ers are playing i'll go and watch games but i'll buy the tickets from StubHub. and if the niners are shit that season they're cheap and if they're good they're expensive
3: yeah just as an aside on that I've, i've heard that so the niners are undefeated and there are a ton of empty seats for their game against Carolina but they, they've they've got well again you know LA aren't the only team that can't fill their stadium um, in in America that's the the 49ers I mean we've said it we've said it before about them moving 50 miles south of San Francisco it's not gonna help the average fans experience if you know you've I'm got to travel two hours out of the city I don't I, know I, what I, the I, attendance I, I was for that, that
0: game but I'd, I'd be amazed if it was that low
3: I, I I yeah this that's that's just what I'd seen and heard I don't yeah I don't have exact numbers so I can't really back that up but I suspect the the location of the stadium means that they there's no way they'd be selling as many tickets as
0: as if they were still at candlestick I mean it sells out every game but that's because the yes. number of so um, the Titans season <laughs> tickets that are sold
2: Ah uh, so they count whether or not people turn up Yeah yeah same yeah. as this country Well
0: Four, four sold out games i think they actually have attendance counts of how many people go through the gates as well yeah so
1: as, as for them being in la it i mean there was the, there was a huge clamor wasn't there because of there being no teams there that they said fine let's get a couple of teams there to shut everybody up that's not worked and clearly the market there there isn't the demand for two teams it happens to be that the Rams are the team that have been adopted slightly more, I guess, but I still don't think that they've got a boatload of fans in L.A. Um,
3: I, th- I think the Rams, the Rams moving there was it, less a well, surprise. It, 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 was, it, was it, was it was coming. The Chargers move was sudden, I thought, like it was like just after the Rams had moved, there, was suddenly, oh, oh, San Diego that was is a lot- now upping sticks.
1: And it was a lot to do with their stadium in San Diego, wasn't it? They couldn't get the financial backing to rebuild it, um, so off they went. But yeah, they, clearly there isn't the demand for two. And but I, if you're if you're that owner, I'm just not sure you can move that franchise again so quickly. You look like like you don't a you don't know what you're doing, and b you're, you're pissing off so many fans. It becomes untenable eventually because you move somewhere else, and what like where you're going to go in the next two years?
0: Yeah, just be a gypsy franchise. Just play games <laughs> yeah. at a different <laughs> stadium every home game. Just like Some tour of the LA Wanderers. Yeah, <laughs> just tour random cities that don't have an NFL team and, and play there.
1: Like a touring, like a Sunday afternoon touring cricket side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like it, it, like the, the, the barbarians or something. They don't have a yeah. They don't have a home. They're just a bunch of guys that get together and could pick anyone. Um, exactly. Pat, before we move away from this, how do you feel as a As a Jags fan, um, both the idea of them being a London team or a partially London team, and also if the Chargers' rumours may, well, put a a stop to it or make it less likely.
2: Oh, you know, we're all English, right? We grow up with a suspicion of franchises. (laughs) I like loyalty in the teams, and I'd rather that they stayed in Jacksonville for the Jacksonville fans and had one game a season over here for us lot than any other balance i think one game is a season is more than enough for a fan base to have to give up on out of a eight game home season you know one game is a decent percentage of that so i'm i'm happy with having one game a season as a treat and i use the term loosely based on last sunday but in general <laughs> as a treat then um you know having having more than that that's sort of, that's a good
3: attitude i like that and i yeah i i envy you know if the titans we're over here a game a game a year. I would love that selfishly, And, um, but I suppose being a Jags fan, you have an affinity with the people of Jacksonville as well. So you, you'd see it from their point of view. I, I can imagine that Titans fans in Nashville would be quite angry if they suddenly had seven games a year. It doesn't seem to take much for them to get angry, <laughs> um, but they, they'd certainly get angry about that. It's a sort of discussion that could go on for a long time, um, and yeah, it's not. It's not going to be resolved in a hurry. I d- I'm guessing we'll get a team at some point. We're certainly. Going to I think a lot best. will
1: happen. I think a lot of it is going to have to be discussed and probably sorted out if they are going to do it around the time of the CBA, aren't they? Which is, yes. is at the end of next yes. season. So they'll probably be like. I think we're quite. It's quite obvious that we're looking at a, a, a short season, the season following that, because there's so much to sort out, and um, and I think that will be one of them.
3: I really hope not. I mean, that they need. To I think it's always an, I think it's almost like Possibly can. That's. I mean, that's I a shocking. sense. So the,
1: that, the players want to get back so much power that the owners got from the last CBA that I think um, there's every chance that that could be half a season or a whole lost season. We should I send Boris over to, to
2: negotiate that. Get sorted out quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It'll really... be
0: the same as the previous CBA, but with like one minor change. I can. Sorry, uh, fearing on politics there. Oh. Yeah. The 2021 on. NFL season
3: <laughs> gets pushed back from 2024 to 25. Can you imagine year, what our content it? will be
1: like? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I fear for our listeners.
0: Well, you know what happens during the off season with long snapper podcasts?
1: Yeah, we go away. <laughs>
3: It's over to Knickers Matter at that point, isn't it?
1: Yeah. We'll be like, finish after the Super Bowl 2021. We'll be like, see you in two years. <laughs>
2: two years and 400 mock drafts. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to attendances, the 49ers had a official attendance of 69,083. On uh, Which someday, is more
0: which... than our capacity, isn't it? Apparently so, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's good going. Depending on how much you trust ESPN, right? I'm assuming yeah. maybe they're adding in like drone cameras and stuff. Um Capacity for... Um, the other team we're discussing was only 27,000 so to say they're not selling out that stadium doesn't really compare to a few empty seats of the 49ers I don't think yeah that's that's fair
0: I also yeah. think there's an element with the 49ers of the, the stadium so badly designed that you're sat baking in the sun so a lot of fans end up having to dive inside just to take a breather so I think there's an element of that yeah or hot tubs
3: Nobody ever baked in the sun the in the fog at Candlestick, did they? <laughs> move,
0: move them back. 50-50 on that one. Certainly <laughs> got, I got sunburnt in November at Candlestick, at the end of November. You Years certainly you wouldn't
3: know. have been sunburnt in July.
0: <laughs> True.
3: Weather. The long, the long weather
1: podcast.
0: The long forecast.
1: <laughs> the long-range forecast pod, yes!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dogger. Eight. yeah Fast.
0: (laughs) What was next on the agenda? Come on. There's only four of us. We've got to get this one under an hour. We're not gonna get this one under an (laughs) hour.
3: Okay. Um next on my agenda, the way I've written it down, Jags Bench Minshew for foals Um Pat, over to you.
2: (laughs) It's it's probably the right decision. I'm a little bit irked by the way they've done it, you know we've come off the back of a really terrible performance against the Texans, all the more terrible because I was expecting us to be competitive and for it to be a decent game of football Um, but the issues in that game weren't really Minshew's fault, I mean there was turnovers in the last five minutes when he was 23 points down and trying to scramble out of a terrible situation he got into, but for three and a half quarters he did the plays that were chosen by the coaching staff to the best of his ability. And that's all you can really ask of a first-year rookie, backup quarterback filling in. The play calling was terrible. Fournette ran the ball six times in the first half, I think, 11 times total across the game. And when you set up your team, your offense to run around that, to go away from that in such a big way, like it's 50% of the carries he had the previous week, it makes no sense. And then they came out after the game and said... Texans are the first team who'd seen Minshew before they knew what was coming it's like well you're the coaching staff you know that they've seen him before so your job as the coaching staff is to help your rookie quarterback to game plan to do something that they're not expecting to get him around the fact that they've seen him before and to not do that to put in this humiliating three point performance and then to say oh yeah it's because they've seen Minshew before he couldn't do anything different throw him under the bus and bring Falls back in I think it's it's unfair and disingenuous and my main issue coming out of the london game is in the coaching and not in the playing stuff
0: how long is Foles' contract
2: four years 88 okay. million
0: so it's not like Minshew could take over in a season or two
2: i mean it's possible I mean, could, if you trade Foles. there's two years guaranteed and then other stuff that's less certain that i'm less certain about uh, but two years is guaranteed so um you know, if Minshew sits for a couple of years behind Foles and then comes in three years' time, that's probably the, uh, the best-case scenario. But Would even... he want to do that? Well, he... <laughs> that's... It, it's so funny
3: listening to you talking about the way the coaching staff have managed Minshew, and it just it all feels so familiar to the, the Titans and how the coaching staff are currently managing things there. Um, to, be, to be fair to, to them... They've managed to, arguably, break Minshew far faster than the mm. Titans broke Mariota. Um, but yeah, but no, he's, he's, not, no, he's he's not Brandon. No, he's 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 not. I think
0: I think this is valuable rookie season experience. That if he then goes back and sits for a while, he can learn more and potentially come out a player. The question is, how do the fans react to this stuff? And do you start getting shouts for Minshew to come it's, back in just as soon think, as Foles throws what, a couple of? What mid-setions. I don't like
3: is. What I don't like is, as you say, throwing throwing him under the bus, bla- effectively openly blaming him for the odd bad performance when he's largely doing as he's told.
1: I, I uh, think the fans can see right through that, can't they? And you um, can
2: you can see through that just from watching the game. You know, as I say, yeah, for three and a half quarters, he was as elusive in the pocket as he has been all of the time he's been there. He was creating the time receivers weren't getting open, he was throwing the ball away safely when he had to throw the ball away so, you know, aside from the last five minutes when he was trying to drag us back from 23 points behind he was he was tidy and clean and I, I don't have a problem with that Yeah.
1: The issue, I think like, like Rich said the issue will be is there's a, there's a lot of pressure on Foles now because it's almost like this decision has been made and I get it because with Foles you've spent that much money on him you kind of have to see what you've got is he came in and you he got injured so early despite looking actually pretty good in that those couple of series that he played um you have to see what you have with him, so it makes kind of sense to bring him back. The problem is gonna be what happens if he comes back and is less than great hmm. because if he throws a couple of interceptions, if he like have a couple of fumbles are the fans going to start chanting Minchu in the stadium and trying to demand to get him back? Because as soon as you... If you drop him for Minchu again, if he doesn't look good, all of a sudden you have a massive quarterback controversy and he can't really then go into next season with both of them on in, on the roster. Um, so there's a, a, a lot of pressure on Foles now to deliver and he might well do it. I hope he does because I genuinely like Nick Foles as a quarterback and as a bloke. He seems quite nice. Um, so I hope he does all right. But it's... I think it's... The coaching staff have now caused this to be a bit of a powder keg waiting to go off.
2: Yeah, it's it's the right decision because what we've seen in the first eight games of the season is we can beat the teams we should be beating, which we yeah. couldn't necessarily last year under ball. so that is a step forward. Um, but the teams we need to be to get up to that playoff level, we've fallen short against Texans twice, um, for, um, Chiefs and Panthers. So that's saying they're not in the top 16, but they're probably not in the bottom 10. So, you know, we're between like 16 and 22 in the rankings and that's a step forward from last year, but not a step forward enough for what the fans want. So Minshew and the coaching staff haven't delivered that. Maybe Foles and the coaching staff can. If they can't, that's suggesting that it's more on the coaching staff than the quarterback, I would say, given what we know from Foles' history.
1: As a a Bills fan, I can tell you that Doug Marone, it's, it's definitely on Doug Marone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Um we're not gonna have any Bills chat today, don't panic anybody. Um but AFC East, the, the other team, the Patriots, they finally lost. And, and and let's not celebrate Hooray! the fact that the Niners are the last undefeated team. Let's please yeah, anything but look uh... at it that way.
0: Oh. Where did you say celebrate? <laughs> no.
3: I, I said the exact
0: opposite. I suspect we might lose that record against Seahawks. I'm on not Monday night. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm there at the <laughs> stadium, that'd be the perfect timing. <laughs> I think Did I think anyone might pick the right.
2: Ravens to win this week?
0: I no, think but... Were all genuinely, I think...
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people thought <laughs> that this might be one of the games where the the Pats might slip up purely because, you know away dangerous team good offensive and and let's not beat around the bush the patriots offensively have not been good then like brady looks like a really like a a slightly better than average game manager quarterback he doesn't look any better than that he can't move he can't like well said yeah (laughs) he's not playing well um what's been keeping them in games is their d and they this was something that they haven't come up against before is really hard to plan against and they come unstuck and good for them. Um, The question, the question will be is, you know, you beat, you can beat Bill Belichick easily once. I'm not so sure you can do it again.
2: Yeah. The
0: rest of their schedule is relatively kind. So there's no chance of them. I mean, I don't even see them slipping from the number one seed in the AFC. Who the pats? Yeah.
3: No, that's. Are they, are they, are they they've got. It's they've got partly them? because of what the, what else there is. Um,
0: there's and, there's two or three losable games, but I think they'll end the season thirteen and three and probably number one seed or fourteen and be, two. Yeah, but no, be nobody
3: nobody else in the AFC, I, don't, I think, are going to do better than eleven and five, twelve and four. So, exactly. Yeah, that that keeps them keeps them in the number one seed. Um, what about the Ravens? Look from their point of view, uh, do they have? Do they have a sort of template that others can follow or can or you? Though, just... Because can,
1: yeah, I mean, can you, because no one else has got Lamar. Yeah. And is is they, he that good? Yeah. I think and I was completely I think it's wrong that... about Lamar.
0: I think it's the combination of Lamar and uh, John Harbour. John Harbour a very, very good head coach. Like I don't think he gets enough credit for consistently massively overachieving what that Ravens roster really should be capable of.
3: He's done that for years and, and exactly. now a QB who can play the dangerous.
0: And and he has <laughs> over the years pulled out uh pulled out wins against the against the Pats because he's a smart coach. He knows he has good ideas about how to how Belichick will try and set up. I think other people go in there scared. He goes in there thinking he's got like a fifty fifty shot at any given game against Belichick.
1: Yeah. And fair play to him for getting like for a for drafting Jackson and B for realizing what he's got in him as a player. I certainly didn't see the improvement in him as a quarterback from last season to this that has happened um and he's like you know he's obviously one of the most electrifying draw threat quarterbacks that there's been in the league for years. But the the only thing with the Ravens is because of the type of quarterback and the type of player that he is, he is one hit away from their season being done.
0: It's and, the same discussion we've yeah. had before. It's like the Cam argument, the RG3 argument, that kind of QB is always going to get banged up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're not they're not long for the league. You know, there's there's not that many as you as we're seeing with um, with other quarterbacks at the minute. Um, when those injuries start to come, their regression is is really dramatic. And so you, they've got him on the upward curve at the moment. They almost need to make the best of it. They are, um, but well,
3: okay, I, okay, I that's, still that's...
1: have I still have those doubts, though, that if you come up against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game, will Belichick be fooled by it again? I don't, I'm yeah. not so sure.
2: Yeah, I it, agree. it reminds me of like when Man United were at their pump. and it was a good time, Pat. The, <laughs> not the rest of us. The teams <laughs> that did best against oh, them that made them nice. struggle. Dennis Irwin
1: again. What a great left back, Dennis Irwin, lost, by the way.
2: Can we Sorry, I didn't mark? mean to set him off. The the thing that makes them struggle the most is when teams get at them, really attack them and are really aggressive. And we saw that. Um by the way, I can't do mark. mark, I've just discovered. Well, that's magic. I literally can. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's amazing. why well, I've I just noticed this. <laughs> Well, yeah, when, when teams come out on a tentative against them, they know He's how to busted. That
0: I can't believe you're dicking around with Mark's mic while Pat's making an actually genuinely good point here.
1: <laughs> I don't, he doesn't even care. Listen, listen you're to listening to the Sapper Lock. podcast. <laughs> this is what we do.
3: This country. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, Patrick. That's Where funny. were you? The, the, the moment's
1: gone. You carry on.
0: Don't even worry. No, I do. I do agree with you, Pat. Um,
1: <laughs> Whatever the point was, we agree.
0: <laughs> I was listening.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I've just muted Adam's mic. Now this is brilliant. <laughs> I, I'm like Ah, damn it, he's back.
3: Yeah, it turns out you can anyone can mute anyone else's mic, and this is worrying for future <laughs> podcasts. If only we, if only we weren't children. Then this (laughs) this might have a future, but no, we're done. That's it. (laughs) The rest of it's going to be a farce. I
0: I just cannot wait to see Craig's furious face when someone mutes him mid rant.
2: As soon as we found out a way to turn his camera off, so we didn't have to put up with his legs in the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They are nice legs, though.
2: Let's
3: let's give him credit where credit's due.
2: Good good definition. Oh
3: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. There you go. Episode title.
1: <laughs> yeah
3: so sorry to
1: i there's also a bit of me that kind of wonders if um if belichick's not going to be too upset that they lost this game because it gets all the yeah. undefeated talk out the way um they don't need to worry about that when it gets to week you know 15 16 they're not worrying about having to field field feel full strength team if they're already in a bye week um i i don't suspect he'll be overly disappointed with this
3: no, I think we did. We touched on that last week, didn't we? It's, he'll yeah. be, he'll happily, he'll be happier fifteen and one almost than sixteen yeah. and zero. But the, pa-
1: the the Pats have on offense. They have genuine concerns over over how good they are because they're not a great offense by any stretch of the imagination. And if you come up against a team that can match that, that offensively, can match how good their defense is, um, then they're, they're certainly beatable. Please. <laughs> anyone but them and what you what you said earlier on um adam if they if they do fall to like an 11 and 5 record then they're going to be worse than the bills
3: <laughs> 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 So sorry i just can't do anything but laugh at that don't take the bait no I'll, well it's not really baiting me I, i'll <laughs> laugh at the i'll laugh at the bills if i want to um the other AFC teams, oh, sorry AFC East teams. In fact, I don't. I, I don't think we need. I don't want to talk about the Jets, but they just lost to the Miami Dolphins. Let's just laugh for a moment in Craig's absence.
1: <laughs> if, as I said in one of my AOBs a couple of weeks ago, like you, nobody wants to be that team that lost to the team that's trying to lose. Yeah. And to, to, it, Adam Gase,
3: ladies and gentlemen.
1: It, it's a special kind of terrible to lose to a team that i don't care what anybody says was uh, uh, fair enough the players aren't trying to lose the game clearly but the coaching staff with the preparation and the players that they're shearing from that side it's basically like the jets going up against a practice squad and being beaten by them it's and and a practice
0: squad that's trying to lose
1: yeah it's it's honestly it's it's hilarious it's absolutely hilarious. And um, I, I had to look, when, I was doing, when we were doing the predictions a couple of weeks ago, I had a look at the, the Jets' schedule coming up. And I thought, they'd just beaten the Cowboys. And you looked at it and you thought, given their schedule, they could easily finish 500. No they, no, they can't. <laughs> no, I'm they just can't.
0: Glad, I'm just glad that when Adam Gase was being considered Adam for Gase the probably had Ryan's the Jets job. in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You mean you're thinking Adam Rank? I'm saying Adam Gase.
2: You're yeah, right. I was thinking Adam Rank.
0: <laughs> he is an idiot. I just, I, I'm more than happy Adams to pile in you, on that. Yeah, he just of.
2: hates every Adam now, which is all a real Adams. Tough time. All, Adams
0: are te- all Adams are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we all that heard, we heard Adam time. say it.
2: That, that,
1: that, that, Adam, that deserves this, mate.
3: <laughs> yeah. The trouble is, if you mute my mic. Ma- oh. <laughs> Mark, if you mute my mic, it means you can't hear me laugh no. at your joke.
1: Oh, yeah, done. I, uh, I can just imagine it in my head.
3: Ah oh, dear me. Yeah, you, you made quite a funny joke. I laughed. You muted me out, so you didn't hear me laugh. You sound like a dick, not me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this This really is worrying for the future of the podcast that we could do this.
1: <laughs> Some would say muting all our mics might improve it.
3: <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if we can mute Nickers Matters mics while they record from here.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jamie, like mid-flow, waxing lyrical about Matt Ryan and the fact he's, he's the MVP every, every single season since 1978. What's yeah. that, Jamie? Can't hear you
1: banging on about if Matt Ryan's going to get in the Hall of Fame god almighty
3: <laughs> okay um, a couple of other you bits you won't even get in the
1: Falcons Hall of Fame
3: there's a Falcons Hall of Fame well, there's, bound to
1: be there's bound to be a Ring of Honor or something in there
3: yeah there'd be Matt Bryant in there for his kicking Yeah, and yeah. Morton Anderson that'd yeah. be it
1: that's it yeah
3: De- Deion Sanders maybe
1: that- that bloke who used to present the American Football on Channel Four years ago. Was oh, it Mick Luckhurst. Mick Luckhurst, yeah, yeah, yeah. get him
2: in there. Yeah. I mean, Matt Bryan to turn it down after they cut him.
1: Yeah, he doesn't want to be in. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh,
1: I've wondered. Are the
3: Falcons worse than the Dolphins? No, that's not that. We don't we, no, we just just waste bad. time on this. We,
1: <laughs> are the Falcons worse than the Jets? Oh, oh. No, or,
0: because or, or, are they like one A, one B? Matt Schaub is better than Mr. giant face.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's the true. Falcons don't play the Dolphins this year, which is a shame for the NFL.
0: <laughs> that would be that would have been Monday Night Football. <laughs> it
3: would. It really would. Tankball two, son of Tankball. <laughs> <laughs> and here's and here's Booger talking about it.
0: Yeah. At oh, least.
3: <laughs> okay. Right. Other news: Cam Newton has gone to IR, and I was. Another another player, Deshaun Jackson, I think, has gone on IR as well. It's like a player's managing an injury and you, they're just about to come back and then suddenly, oh, no, no. So setback. Cam Newton, there are bigger problems, I fear.
0: I think it's a good thing. Ultimately, I think it's ultimately the only way that his career goes on, potentially could go on for a number more years. I think the issue has been that they've kept trying to, He's the saviour of the Panthers. They keep trying to bring him back, obviously, too early. And so I think shutting him down for the rest of the season, really genuinely trying to get him back to full health and then seeing whether he's good to go next year is probably the only way that, that he continues long-term, if he can continue long-term. But the concern is, is he done? Is he Andrew lucking out at the end of, uh, at the, end of the season?
3: Uh, he might he he might be too too silly to to do that in a funny way. I, don't know. I
0: think he, he loves the circus of it all. Whereas Happy uh, yeah, yeah. Luck never loved the circus. Yeah, I am
1: exactly. not so sure about that. I I think he's the type of person that might, when he's decided that his body's had enough, he's just going like, you know what? I don't need any part of this anymore. I'm going to go and focus my brain on something else. I think he goes through such high highs and such low lows. Um, within a season when he's playing, I think if he's picked up and a Liz Frank injury is a difficult one to come back from. He's had a couple of shoulders. It's not his body's clearly not in a good way. And I'm not particularly ready to say goodbye to Cam yet because I think he's I think he's really exciting and electric to watch. But um, it would not surprise me in the slightest if he's gone, at least from the Panthers at the end of this year, if not the NFL.
2: And the thing is for the Panthers is they haven't looked that much less like winning with Kyle Allen.
1: They have not. I think, if anything, they have looked better.
2: Yeah, they've changed how they play and it's, all, yeah. it's a more rounded team now. So, yeah. you know, they, there's no harm from their point of view in giving him that extra time and giving Cam the extra time to get healthy because yeah. it's, it's a win-win. I think, I think what it's done for the Panthers is it's
3: brought, it's made McCaffrey the number one star man beyond, yeah. well, way beyond anyone else. and And he is so they've they've looked really good as a result now i'm not I'm not saying cam's been holding McCaffrey back, but there are other threats that you bring by having Cam Newton on the field having Carl Allen there has meant that they've they've lent on McCaffrey they've used him to his full potential and he's he's shone and he's really responded and and looked phenomenal. The danger there though is that you know are they he's involved i think either rushing or receiving on more than half of their snaps on offence, which is alarming when you're yeah. back.
2: So you hear that, DiFilippo? Use it's... your best tools. If your top two wide receivers are out, don't freeze out your best running back at the same time. Yeah, so it's, it's, Panthers... it's, it's fine. Um, it's, you, just, you just don't want to see that injury.
0: So the Panthers' response to their best player getting completely banged up through overplay and getting injured and potentially falling out of the league is to... Then overfocus on their next amazing player until he gets it's seriously it. banged up and gets all the injuries and falls out of the league.
1: They don't have a choice there, do they? Because if if the yeah, Panthers had a bad if the Panthers had a bad year, then the coach is gone. He's I don't think he's got too many lives left down there, so you've got to do what's gonna make you win and he is their entire offense.
2: Two things. You don't get hurt if you don't get touched. And the second thing, <laughs> they don't... You, you watch them play the Titans at the weekend then, I see. Well, quite, yeah. <laughs> they don't... I'm not sure they care about players that much. Like, they're so... I mean, all right, the, the the absolute top-tier talent isn't replaceable. What we've seen with players like, you know, Lev Bell and Antonio Brown moving on, the top-tier players aren't as irreplaceable as they look necessarily. Well, you've only got to look at...
0: Line. You've only got to look at some of the undrafted free agents that, that come through and smash it. I mean... We've had Jet McKinnon on IR for two seasons straight now, and we've not really missed him in the run game. We've got Matt Breeder as an undrafted free agent. He's just absolute, just no, looks like a beast.
3: Suddenly we're talking about the Niners again. <laughs> I mean, lying, you know, we me. can do something about that, luckily. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're all good.
1: <laughs> but I, yeah. think, I think you're right. You can come in and like Matt Moore can look brilliant in that Kansas City Chiefs offense. Um, so clearly Mahomes is just a system quarterback now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my homes will be back to light up on the Titans this week, don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, oh, that's, la- that's last okay. last thing before we get into our previews. Um I I've stopped calling one sentence previews because they're not although Craig's, Craig's not here. here this week. So Craig's not here, yeah.
1: <laughs> um
3: Rich, you we didn't have time to talk about it last week. Frankly, we don't have time to talk about it this week, but um you wanted to mention Nick Bosa and the yeah, uh, just hypocrisy, I guess, was the word that you used coming out of the draft. I, I suppose it applies to any any player who's got that asterisk. Oh, you were a dick in college because you did this or said this or spoke this <laughs> or hit this or whatever. And what matters in the NFL is whether you're a, a player or not.
0: Well, the, the the thing that the thing I'm kind of alluded to last week was the whole nick boasts as a racist you know based on a bunch of tweets that he'd sent as like a 17 18 year old kid um which he'd gone back and then deleted i think Uh, there's all these questions that came up during the draft process and you know a lot of the nfl media making him out to be this kind of controversial character and will he fit into a locker room and all this kind of stuff and then as soon as he starts to see well and is on like a very strong season all of that is disappeared, it's all swept under the carpet, no one mentions it ever again because he's a good player now and we're considering him as, like, potential future superstar. We don't have that tainted character. So it's like, you can't have it one way or the other. Either there's a character issue here and this is something that should actually be explored further or there's not a character issue here and you shouldn't be absolutely smashing these college kids based on, you know, potentially... And they were 17 i'm just glad that twitter wasn't around when i was 17 because i'm sure <laughs> i would have sent stupid tweets um and i guess i guess my issue is i don't i don't genuinely think he's a racist because he's in a locker room with richard i suspect if he was racist richard would not be as chummy with him on the sidelines as he clearly is week Did in week out
3: basically say that he's not a racist because he's hanging around with a lot of
0: black people no, I'm saying he's not a racist because I think Richard Sherman would nut him if he was.
3: <laughs> that's, that's probably fair. I, I, oh, it's there been a few few things. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of the Eagles receiver. Who, oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure he's even in the league.
0: No, he's maybe not maybe that'd be that'd be why. He but one half decent fantasy season where I picked him off off waivers and did pretty well out of him, and I can't remember his name. R- and that's the Riley, only Cooper? I can... Riley Cooper. Riley yeah. Cooper. That's
3: it. But you, you you wonder how popular they. I mean, it's it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, if if he said some dickish things at seventeen, and I'm I'm sure it would have come up in the Niners locker room. And yeah, you mentioned Richard Sherman as a, as obviously a strong character, Um you you don't want to upset him. But you know, an an NFL locker room, you know, if if you've you've said something racist, you, you're not going to fit in well, and nor should you. You shouldn't, or in any walk of life, quite frankly. But it's it's going to have come up, and if he's if he's forthright and genuine, and the, you know he's grown up since then, uh, they've cut him some slack. Then then fair enough, I guess. It's 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 judging whether a player is still a dick. Whether, I mean, if or you know, how how genuine the apology is. I mean, but well, al- your, also it, it
0: comes. It, 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 your suggestion, sorry about your comment about Riley Cooper, kind of is. Goes back to my point, right? Is Riley Cooper was a average at best wide receiver who was hounded out of the league because of the racist comments. Do you think if he'd been a top tier, elite wide receiver, that quite the well, same reaction would have yeah, happened? It's, it's, wow. Do you think? Exactly. Do you think Kevin if Kevin Peterson,
1: if Tyreek Hill had been anything other than an amazing talent and as quick as he is, would he have been playing in the league this year?
0: Yeah,
1: hundred percent. No, hundred percent. And absolutely. if
0: you've got that elite level talent or high level talent, then all of a sudden he gets cut a lot of slack kareem hunt has a job <laughs> there's
3: there's a basic graph that you can draw that's like dickishness on one axis and talent on the other and you can plot and the likelihood of a successful career in, ed, in probably any sport yeah. and you know, regardless of whether that's racism raping and a drugging whatever 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 it is um it's it's so clear you know if, if you're if you've got a phenomenal amount of talent, you can get away with a lot more than if you don't. That's that's the bottom line. And yeah. it's it's a business.
2: It it comes with the fact that to be that top level sportsman, you need that level of self confidence slash arrogance. And that level of self confidence slash arrogance breeds to you getting away well, not getting away with, but like being confident enough to put that sort of stuff out there if that's in your head already.
1: I, I also agree with Rich's point that I it fucks me off when the same happened with Josh Allen when he was getting drafted and of the morning of the draft some tweets appeared from when he was a fourteen year old or fifteen year old that also alluded to some kind of racial stereotyping that he was saying. And like there was always gonna be trouble in the locker room. What well, is something that like fourteen year olds say stupid things sometimes and it it shouldn't be held against you for the rest of your life?
3: Uh, I mean, yeah. As I say, it's a bit. I think it will largely depend on, (laughs) yeah, separately to how much talent you've got. Obviously, as we just said, but yeah, how how contrite you are afterwards. Correct. A fourteen a fourteen year old's behaviour is very different to a twenty two year old's.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and I also, I also, yeah, on Mark's point, I hate that digging for dirt on draft prospects just so that you can drop it and almost have that impact on. Their draft yeah. position, like the whole Jeremy Tunsell thing as well, like, OK, not a good look for him. But that was almost certainly deliberately dropped at the time when it was because someone had been sitting on that photo of him in the gas mask for a while.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I'm so you're, you're, it's, you're it's shit. You're dropping it to raise your own profile rather than to actively try and help an issue in society. And yeah. Yep.
1: Correct. And it's shit
0: stop it fucking stop it yeah now
1: the the long drop pod has spoken <laughs>
3: okay we're uh I, I like the way we don't really talk about the games that have happened anymore other other War podcasts games. do that yeah the, the, we, we do look ahead though games happen we, people won well done we, we do nice. we it's it's easy to look ahead because you can say anything and it sound believable um so let's preview some week. Is it week 10 coming up? That's really depressing. It's not just, it's like the, the speed that these weeks go by, the speed that my life goes by, uh, this, the passage of time. It happens too quickly. I don't like it. I don't like change. I don't like it. Somebody mute him. I, w- I wish it was still 1989. Um, okay. Warren Moon would still be our quarterback. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Week 10. Uh, Okay, LA Chargers at Oakland.
1: It's hard to believe that in three years, this fixture will be the London Beef Eaters versus the Las Vegas High Rollers. As (laughs) for this year, now I don't care either.
2: (laughs) Arizona at Tampa Bay. A battle between two teams that won't see the postseason. Expect a lot of points. New York Giants at New York Jets.
3: Tough long trip on the road for the Giants who have to travel all the way to MetLife. Atlanta at New Orleans.
0: Usually this is a high-quality gunslinging shootout, but I think we all know this one isn't going that way.
3: (laughs) Kansas City at Tennessee. Boxing Day in 2010 was the last time a home team won when these two teams played each other, and sadly that's a streak I don't expect to end. Buffalo at Cleveland. Cleveland.
1: The two and six Browns are currently two and a half point favourites against the six and two Bills, having just lost to a two win Denver team. That's what the world thinks of you, Buffalo. I hope that that's been up on your walls at Orchard Park for the entire week.
3: (laughs) Baltimore. That is bonkers, actually. Anyway, anyway. Baltimore at Cincinnati.
0: The Ravens will be on a high after taking down the Pats. Surely the Bengals are just too, too bad to be a banana skin.
3: Detroit at Chicago.
1: As the Mitch Trubisky self destruction continues, that highly praised Bears D can no longer do enough to keep them in games. Expect to see Chase Daniel in this game at some point.
2: Miami at Indianapolis. Somebody on me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I had Baltimore Cincinnati, clearly. Um, all right. That may be my fault. Quick make someone out of WhatsApp, apologies. (laughs) I mean, this, this could be Miami's uh, second win of the season with the Colts and their back backup, back backup back, up, back up quarterback. Who knows where this one goes? Was that just off the cuff? Yeah. That was good. That's very good. <laughs> Better than a lot of the ones that are prepared.
3: Uh, LA Rams at Pittsburgh. This is a good candidate for this season's disappointing teams bowl. Carolina
2: at Green Bay. The popular vote has uh, Green Bay winning this one. But after last week, I've no idea why. I fancy Carolina all the way. Uh, Minnesota at Dallas.
1: Kirk Cousins, away at big team, in prime time. This has got Vikings defeat written all over it.
3: (laughs) Really does. Seattle at San Francisco.
0: This is the big one. This might well be the first of two games that decides the NFC West. Oh, I've missed a trick there. I was going to re-
3: mute your mic for, the, for that one sentence preview.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no sentence previews. Just Adam reading a list of fixtures.
3: That, that would be even duller than the actual one sentence previews. I've just scrolled back on WhatsApp, Patrick. Um, yeah, you've screwed up. I expected yeah. it to have been it was made,
2: on me. It was, it was on just... me. I, I wrote one for Seattle 49ers as well.
3: <laughs> oh, let's hear it. It'll be better than Rich's.
2: <laughs> well, it's pretty similar, actually. Um, Game of the week. The Forty ers have—I um, oh, can't read my own writing. Forget it. Have their biggest hurdle of the season as they attempt to go seventeen and zero. It's the best Monday night football nice. of the year. I know that much.
0: I don't think Adam picked up on that. <laughs>
3: I did. I did. That was good. Um, first time. I let you get away with that one last week, but yeah, we weren't going gonna to let it slide for <laughs> too long. Um, any other business? Um, yeah, let's end the podcast with that, as we, as we traditionally do on the Long Shitter podcast. Um, Mark, shall we? let's start with you.
1: Yeah, so mine's a bit of a somber one to start. Um, we, we have a lot of banter with the guys over at um, Kickers Master, um, and they know it's all in, in good jest, but there was some news came out except, this except week. about Jamie. Except about Jamie, yeah, he's an ass. Um, only joking, Jamie. Um, some news came out with those guys in the week um, that there's. You know, we're we're a bit of a family here with um, UK NFL fans, especially those of us who are involved in in podcasting. And um, there was some really sad news that Steve Reigns over at um, Kickers Matters contracted cancer. Um, just wanted to pass on our podcast's best wishes um for a speedy recovery. We're all with you, mate um if there's anything we can do, you let us know um we're all we're all rooting for you and um get well soon and one thing to add um one of the fellow kickers matter guys, jack has got um something going on at the moment with uh, he's got a Darwin james um, f s u jersey on a on a funder on a gofund just giving page um where he's i think he's already nearly at 300 quid out of a 500 quid target that he's hoping to raise in order to um tackle the disease because frankly fuck cancer it's it's a horrible thing to go through i know from personal experience with a family member what it's like to have to deal with it um so everyone go and find jack humphrey on twitter um find the link to the just giving page and and donate um and together we can beat this shitty disease and all the best to steve
3: absolutely bloody hell i mean it's it's yeah awful awful bit of news to hear um yeah steve hopefully hopefully you've listened this far into this episode i'm i'm sure you really have un- we're, we're... Un- <laughs> i I'm, I'm sure he has Um yeah we you know we're all with you mate um you know, in in every sense and yeah any anything we can do and it's, it sounds like there's there's probably a. Yeah, you know, I said this, said this in a message to you. There's probably nothing we can do, but I still mean it. You know, and yeah. we we all still mean it. You know, if there's if there's absolutely anything that I can do as a podcast, we can do as an NFL family. It's you know, it, all of all the very best wishes to to you and your family. And, and yeah, I I'm hopeful and I'm sure that you've got the support around you to kick the hell out of this thing. And what Jack's doing is great. You know, get. You know, send some send some money that way. Um, if you're gonna buy something meaningless this week, don't don't get that. I think I saw Jamie tweet something along and said, don't get that takeaway on Friday night. Whatever you're gonna spend on that, so send it. You might you might win. You might win Jack's shirt. And if I'm gonna win Jack's shirt, I'm gonna auction it again. Yeah. Um,
1: sell it. Sell it and give it to that. Give that the money to it as well. Yeah. I okay. mean,
3: it, it's it's yeah. You you know how we all feel and it it's it's a serious thing and you know for for a change on this podcast we we're gonna have a a little serious moment about that don't worry we'll get back into some mundane any other business um in a second but yeah there you go um get well mate and and quite frankly jack and jamie and the podcast are inferior without you so we we need you back there (laughs) um Pat or Rich, who wants to who wants to go take take us back to where any other business traditionally is?
2: I'll take the mundane baton off you, Adam. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, and it's it's kind of a good segue because we've we've talked about um, medical stuff in the last one, and we've talked about people raising issues for their own profile rather than to actually try and be of any benefit to society. And I'd like to combine both together in mind this week. So I'm fed up with hearing people on various media outlets who are given a, a voice to speak about stuff that they clearly don't have any understanding of i was listening to radio 4 news while i made breakfast this morning and some guy was on talking about um, don't,
1: don't we all mate don't we all
2: yeah, yeah you know <laughs> we don't all sit in front of massive bookshelves either but, um yeah <laughs> to be fair
0: that's my parents bookshelf I don't have any books
2: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't going to name and shame you. you could have got away with it anyway right. guy... it wasn't going to be Bart, was it he's too busy
3: talking to read <laughs> yes
2: it's true so there was a guy on the on the radio he was talking about oh you know people when they're being treated for stuff like cancer they have to take a lot of different medicines you know they're taking maybe six seven different tablets in a day for different things why don't the drugs company just put all of those medicines into one tablet that'd be easy for everyone it's like well You don't know as a company what treatments they're going to need in that single tablet. So unless you're suggesting that what we need to do is produce medicines specifically for each individual patient, which will massively escalate the costs which you're trying to cut down, it's not feasible. And on the second side of that, medicines are inherently made from chemical compounds that are reactive. They have to be reactive because they have to have some sort of interaction inside the body that either promotes something or prevents something to stop disease pathways promote um disease destroying pathways that's kind of basically how it works so you have this chemically active species which you have to put in a tablet put stuff around the tablet to stop it reacting until it gets to the place in the body it needs to go you're saying that what you want us to do is to stick six other chemically active compounds into that tablet and keep the whole lot of them inert and into the body where they need to go and they're not necessarily going to need to go to the same places in the body to do the thing they need to do some of it's got to get to the cancer, some of it's got to get to, get to the nausea centres to stop the nausea that's produced produces a side effect of the other medicine. So it's, it's an infeasible thing that he's blindly suggesting, oh, do this, it's really easy, just get it done. I don't know why you're wasting your time not doing it. So I want people, when they're brought onto shows as experts, to properly know what they're talking about and to properly have implementable ideas rather than just being there as a voice to spout something they think sounds good. It's fair. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Correct.
2: People are fucking idiots. That's
0: the problem. And
3: if when, if, when if, we if, if you're, you're suffering sorry <laughs> if you're suffering with whatever disease or you're ill or whatever, how is taking six pills rather than one the biggest of your problems? Exactly. Are you missing the point wildly? Um...
0: <laughs> Plus, that's a gigantic pill. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a genuine problem. Yeah engineering tablets is damn hard work it looks simple when you get a good end product but like anything
1: i used to work with a company that actually like produced machines that made pills and um the the science that goes into the the measuring of the drug and the ingredient that goes into every pill is so regulated because if you get that pill wrong by even a microgram, the side effects that can be had to the ad, to the end user can be catastrophic to the point where, you know, people can die if you get that thing wrong. So just to decide that, oh, tell you what, let's just cram all the fucking drugs in one big pill and take that. It's beyond ridiculous.
2: Yeah, yeah. The last medicine I worked on had a 12 and a half microgram dose and one granule of that stuff before we milled it weighed about tenfold of that so you have to powder it right down and then take a fraction of that powder and it's just yeah. like that sort of sensitivity anyway. i assume
3: i'm i'm guessing you work at gsk pat
1: <laughs> i'm technically
3: not allowed to confirm or deny that oh, okay yeah. <laughs> well based on based on where you live and me living in the same area and knowing a large chunk of the employment <laughs> the 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 pharmaceutical towns companies
1: are available
3: yeah 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 <laughs> Um, and are uh, inferior. No, no, we 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 can't we can't rank them. Power. <laughs> the next next long sapper podcast we rank pharmaceutical companies um, from one to thirty two. There are only two or three really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of no, my sorry. depth. I'm not going to lie.
2: <laughs> we we can tell. I could help you. I like <laughs> watching you flounder. <laughs>
3: Excellent. Uh, Rich, um, any other business?
0: yeah so i was going to do a traffic related moan about the m4 being fucking awful because i have had to drive up to my parents a few times in the last couple of months and there's a stretch of 50 mile an hour limit motorway but it's now extended to about 20 25 miles and i don't understand why you need to shut that that much of a length of motorway all in one or not shut but like have restricted speed limits on it for that Sorry. far. Sorry, you you, you
1: you were gonna do that as a once as a long as a...
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna and then I decided I would actually do it. <laughs> because I got halfway through the mine and it's just like fuck it, I'm gonna finish this. <laughs> Middle lane drivers,
3: aren't they the worst? God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stick to fifty miles an hour. I don't I don't I used to get wound up I I get wound up by a lot of things, as you know. <laughs> but <laughs> That's not one of them. No, just, just average, average B. Check cruise control. Sit back, relax. Let yeah. the car drive itself.
0: Sadly, my shitty old car doesn't have cruise control, so that's the problem.
3: Oh, you need to upgrade.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something about Lexus.
3: Lexi. Lexi. I
0: love Lexi. Oh. Me.
3: The Japanese Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. It feels ridiculous. We have gone proper mundane. Pat, yours wasn't, to be fair. Um, But, Rich, that's as mundane as you get. I'm I'm pretty mundane. Today, as we record, is the 6th of November. Why are people setting fireworks off? Like, there was the week... There's a weekend before Bonfire Night. There's the 5th of November. The 6th of November, my neighbour has let off like half an hour's worth of fireworks. And it's all of five yards from the back bedroom window where my daughter's trying to sleep. It's the 6th of November. Now, what's he, over? Doing? he
2: should be putting his Christmas decorations up. It's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 that's, that's <laughs>
3: really um, I had a bet. I'm trying not to, because I'm, I'm doing the, the transatlantic Titans podcast. So this two podcasts a week thing at the moment, which is very popular at home, as you can imagine. But um, I'm trying not to do the same, any other business, um, in the two podcasts and I had a good one there so go and listen to that you can hear about Surrey police and uh... do, I,
1: do, I, do I have to listen to the whole podcast
3: oh god no just just fast forward fast forward to five minutes before the end you're not I'll even gonna that. do that who are you kidding mark
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you done your review yet mark five stars
1: I did. did yeah that that was good and I did I said something about the bills didn't I
3: yeah yeah <laughs> i think yours yours was the best rich it was this is definitely a podcast about the titans
1: <laughs> good hey does what it says on yeah. the tip
0: i mean that's literally all i could have said about it without making stuff up
3: without actually listening to it yeah exactly Craig was quite good as well he was like it's he's all right is adam
1: <laughs> nice and, and it was a lie <laughs>
3: yeah all all adams are terrible as we established earlier yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. That that should just about do us. We've we've not gone on too long. To be fair, about an hour and ten, fifteen ish.
0: It's amazing what yeah. happens when you cut out Craig's long rants.
1: And and, <laughs> and we basically get every answer wrong in a quiz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that quiz that quiz could have been a lot longer.
3: So you know, count yeah. count yourselves lucky, listeners. All all five of you have that's, made it far.
1: That's why that's why we did it.
3: yeah it was all on purpose yeah we couldn't have done that if we tried
1: (laughs) no
3: that's the sad thing about that oh dear right everybody enjoy enjoy week 10 uh we some of us don't know who we'll be we'll be back next week russ is watching the apprentice we think yeah it's fairly sure we're
0: fairly sure
1: In
3: fact, rather than Joe Montana Sports Talk Football, we're going to play it with that. There you go. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye. tum